brother. Ben, do you know what has always bothered me about the Knight bus? Is that mostly it don't make no sense. For example, if it is capable of just like teleporting to a location to pick somebody up, then why is it even bothering driving around at all? Like what kind of nonsense Voldemort logic is this? Ah, the dark mark burns. We've got Potter at last. I could be there in an instant. Oh, there really is a nice summer breeze outside. Perhaps I shall fly. A power that only I, the dark lorps. Oh, he got away? Flubber worms. And I know, I know we harp on this a lot. Like why does Voldemort fly when he lives in a world where he can teleport? But let me just say, it is not our fault. We consistently come up with good points about fictional travel solutions. Either way, getting back to the night bus, everyone seems to agree that it's a pretty uncomfortable ride anyway. And it goes so fast, the book even describes things having to jump out of its way like barns and light posts and stuff, which by the way, is its own can of worms. But you see my point, I mean, the Knight bus just has no business driving anywhere at these high speeds when it can just teleport anyway. What gives Knight bus? What gives? Today, we find out. Now the night bus is a triple decker purple bus, which I have to say, I don't think is a super smart look, but what is a smart look is this awesome bronze eagle t-shirt, which I personally recommend layering beneath your black badger t-shirt. But hey, if two shirts is smart, three shirts is brilliant. And four shirts basically makes you a genius. Shouldn't have said the small for last. That's Bronze Eagle, Black Badger, Silver Snake, and Golden Tight Lion. All available at supercolorbrothers.store right now. Link is in the description down below. But seriously, the Knight bus. I mean, it is just such an anomaly within the wizarding world. Like, for one thing, why is there just one? According to Pottermore, the night bus first hit the streets of London in 1865 at the request of then Minister of Magic, Dugald McUnfortunate McLast name. No, I'm kidding, that's not his last name. It's McPhail with a PH, who I will say that despite his last name is remembered as not a failure. But the Knight bus stands out not just for being a three-story purple bus, but also because it is a rare example of wizards adopting muggle technology, which is something that a lot of wizards are very hesitant to do for fear of being judged as magically inadequate. I say, dear, did you see that telephone in their home? What pish-posh wizarding pride they have. It's like they don't even know about owls. Now then, let me fish out an ink bottle quill and a bit of parchment and uh, did we bring our own owl on this walk? I'd like to send Cabruthers a brief missive. The odd thing is though, the Knight bus has been a popular form of wizarding transportation for over 120 years by the time Harry first rides it, and yet it is still the only one. Why? I mean, I guess it can teleport, but as we've already established, it does not always does. Is it just that this single bus is so efficient that it is capable of serving the greater Great Britain area all by itself? But then if it's that efficient, why does it need beds? How could you possibly be on the bus long enough to sleep when the bus is fast enough to serve an entire country by itself? What are they putting in the hot chocolate? And not for nothing, but Harry counts just six beds on the bottom floor of this bus, meaning that the carrying capacity of this triple-decker bus is just 18 people, which seems woefully low to service the entire magical population of this giant island. Okay, but enough of that. I will step down from my triple-decker soapbox. 
for now. Except that no, I will not. What is with the toothbrush? For an extra four sickles, you get a toothbrush and a hot chocolate and a hot water bottle? Who is buying toothbrushes? Toothbrush eye? teeth brushers mid public transit like i don't know i just i feel like i wouldn't trust a toothbrush i bought on the subway or in a subway it's not something i have to think about very often but the places i'm willing to receive a toothbrush that i will trust is limited. I mean, it goes in your face. Can you just imagine if every time you got on a bus, the driver was trying to upsell you a toothbrush as a way to earn extra revenue for the bus? Or hot chocolate for that matter. Although I have to admit that does sound kind of nice. But then just imagine how long it would take them to fill all those orders. I mean, if they're gonna do that, the least they could do is like offer you a place to, I don't know, lie down or something. And gosh, I would hate to show up to like where I was going with fresh hot chocolate teeth. It'd be great if they had a way to like clean your bum. <laughs> oh, hey, no, wait a minute. Oh, you almost had me tonight, bus, but I will not be falling for your backwards vault of logic. Anyway, I promise I'm going somewhere with this. It just seems like a single popular 18 person bus doesn't seem large enough to cover the area they cover. And for that matter, if this is such a fast form of transportation, why is it just one bus that utilizes this magical technology? Couldn't they also just apply the same principles to like regular cars? And then instead of having to even learn to operate, everyone could just get in their car like, I'm there. I mean, if Stan Shunpike is to be believed and nobody notices the barns and light posts jumping out of the way of this giant purple bus, certainly nobody would notice regular cars doing it too. Right? To me, the straight up uniqueness of the bus and its odd set of powers all point to this being some very tricky and difficult to replicate magic. But even that right there is kind of a weird sentence just within the wizarding world. Like just because magic is hard to do or complicated doesn't mean you couldn't recreate it. I mean, especially when you're upcharging four sickles for a toothbrush. I mean, you're gonna make your money back in no time. Not that I think it even costs money to do magic, so even better. No cost, straight profit. Man, I'm good at business. Have I mentioned our t-shirts available at supercarlinbrothers.store? Promise they will fit you better. Sure, maybe if it was a potion you were making, it could be difficult to recreate because you needed specific rare ingredients, but I somehow doubt they brewed the bus into existence. I mean, can you imagine the cauldron bottom report you'd have to fill up for that thing? <laughs> Weather would be so excited. But that did get me wondering, like, are there other branches of magic then that require specific circumstances or ingredients? Everything I learn in charms and defense against the dark arts, for example, seems like you can just conjure up from within. Herbology is then dealing with the plants and the ingredients themselves. It's basically vegetarian care of magical beasts. But then it hit me. Transfiguration. So according to McGonagall, the more similar two objects are, the easier it is to transform one into another, like a needle into a matchstick. But that's just like the really basic stuff. Even in class, they immediately get more complicated by trying to turn living things into inanimate objects or vice versa. With McGonagall herself transfiguring her desk into a pig at one point, which like, how does that work? Where did the pig come from? Did she just create life? Why weren't Harry and Hermione and Ron just turning all their furniture in the tent 
into pigs so they'd have food or just summoning the salmon themselves. Why can't they figure out fishing? No idea, but I guess where pigs magically originate from could be the topic of a future video. Oh my God. Hogwarts. I do not, I do not think. But I think you can see where I'm going with this. I started wondering, could the Knight bus be the result of some particularly complicated or tricky transfiguration involving a magical beast? Now, surprisingly, we don't ever see anyone in Harry's class doing any transfiguration on magical beasts. They always just have regular non-magical beasts. So it's hard to say what the effects might be like. But at the very least, we are aware of human transfiguration Transfiguration in the form of Animagus. And in that case, the transfigured person does at the very least retain their presence of mind and their magical abilities because they are then also able to transform back. So the question quickly became, do we know any magical creatures that share a similar power set to the Knight bus. And after flipping through this entire book, I discovered that the answer was no, which was a real bummer. But then I realized this book is not actually complete because for whatever reason, despite obviously meeting some of the creatures we see in the movies, Newt does not include all of them in his finished book. And among those left out is this the Zowu, and oh me, oh my, does it have an extremely similar set of powers to the night bus. For one, it's massive, check. For two, it is insanely fast and capable of traveling over a thousand miles in a single day. This one could take you from one part of Paris to the next in a single leap. So check. For three, not only is it fast on its own, but it is also capable of teleporting when it wants to, like when it takes Newt from the French Ministry of Magic to the graveyard. And speaking of Newt, and granted he's a pretty exceptional case, but he does prove that the Zowu can be tamed and directed while he's riding on its back. Oh, and how do you get it to calm down and come to you? Just hold out your wand. Although admittedly, in this case, it does have a little furry thing on the end. But is that not exactly how you summon the Knight bus? By just holding out your wand? What you fell over for? So, our theory is indeed that the Knight bus is actually a transfigured Zowu, which would then account for the complex and difficult nature of the magic. And it would explain why there's not more than one of them and why regular cars aren't also capable of doing the same thing the Knight bus is. Not that they couldn't make another one, it's just that the Zowu is particularly rare and difficult to capture and is native to China. And the Knight bus's existence then might explain why Newt doesn't include the Zowu in his book. Because the night bus is around while Newt is around and it totally feels like the kind of thing he would take issue with. Which is why he would not want to let people know what they are or specifically where to find them as the title suggests. Oh, and one last little thing here. Stan specifically mentions that the night bus can go anywhere as long as it doesn't have to cross water, which is just oh so fitting because the Zowu is a cat. And what do cats hate? Water. And there you go, guys. That is our theory for the true power and nature of the night bus. Let me know in the towel section down below if you agree. And don't forget, if you want your own shirt with a shiny cat on it, 
Link is in the description down below. Hey guys, just want to let you know that this Friday, June 19th at 6 p.m., we are going to be hosting another Harry Potter trivia live stream right here on the main channel. That is 6 p.m. Eastern. Go ahead and set your reminders right now, and I hope to see you there. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching today's video. Please remember to leave a like on it if you haven't already, and ding that bell so you don't miss any future Harry Potter action from us. If you'd like to see why it's called the Night Bus to begin with, you can check out this video right here. But Ben, that's all I've got for you today, man. I will see you in another life, brother.